time to find out a little bit more about travel. Not that any of you is uh, gearing up to go on vacation. I don't think you are. But uh, the the issue of uh, flights from India, which have been shut down for 30 days, and what that's really going to do. I don't know. Somehow I think if I were in India and I wanted to get to Canada, I could take a flight somewhere, get another flight, and get to Canada, right? And I think that's that's one of the issues. But we've got uh, somebody who knows more about travel than I'm ever going to know, Marty Firestone, president of Travel Secure, travel expert. He's been with us before. He's with us again. Marty, good day. Good afternoon. How are you? I am well, and I hope you are likewise. Uh, tell me something. They st- 30 days, we're not going to have any flights from India. Whoopee! Is this going to stop the transmission of the virus? Not at all. As the expression goes, the horse is out of the barn. This virus is here regardless of what they do. And as you said earlier and alluded to, there's many ways to get into this country now for getting a flight direct from New Delhi to uh, Toronto or any of the other three airports. You can you can get here through connecting flights or even try the land border route, which will avoid the hotel quarantine. So creative people will get around this. So can you explain to me... I mean, I, I'm really good at uh, at throwing stones at the at the feds because I don't like the way they've done a lot of things. And and Ford, by his own admission, hasn't done a lot of things right lately either. Uh, because, well, I, I guess on both their parts, to be a bit charitable, you don't take on something the very first time, uh, which is, you know, it may be 15 months, but it's the very first time for COVID and get everything right the first time around. But... If you go back to the inception of, of this whole thing, I'm not going to call it what I'm thinking, uh, but uh, you go back to last February uh, and, uh, and January, and you think, uh, there's got to be a manual for this. We, you know, we went through SARS. They did have plans. Don't know what happened to them, whether they got too dusty to be bothered with. But if I were in charge, and I'm not an expert, don't pretend to be, if I were in charge of trying to stop a pandemic, Probably the first thing I do is say, until we can take stock and find out what the transmission characteristics are of this, the airports are all shut and the roads are all shut. Everything's shut. We had no testing at that point. Lock the country. Lock the country. That's what the Maritimes did. I said before, there are lockdowns and lockouts. If we had shut the country, we would have locked everybody out. That would have changed things. Now, I, I, the, the horse is out of the barn, as you point out. It's, it's great for me to look in the rearview mirror and make an assessment, but I'm, I'm trying to wrestle with this business of, okay, so we're going to shut down uh, flights from India for 30 days. So freaking what? No, exactly. You hit it on the nail, by the way. Had they called a level, and again, hindsight's a wonderful thing, but had they called a level four travel advisory, no travel, not no non-essential travel, but no travel, I don't think we'd be where we are today. And I think that would have solved a lot of the problems. But nobody seems to be able to take that position. And basically, when you have this porous approach, which we have now, it came in and it stayed and it went out and it came back in. And the bottom line is it's just too late right now. And so now they're they're making a, a gesture by stopping flights from India. People from India who are determined to get to Canada will get to Canada. Here's another question that I've got that, that is begged by that. No matter what aircraft you uh, land at Pearson on, or it could be Trudeau in Montreal, or it could be Calgary, whatever, the, the international airports, right. you're supposed to have with you a letter that says in the last 72 hours you ha- uh, took a COVID test, particular kind, the PCR test, and that you test it negative and you present that. Uh, and you'd better have it. 
or you're in real trouble. And they're going to give you another one on the spot, and they're going to put you in a hotel, such as some of them are. Uh, why are these things getting through? And why are people not being informed at the other end? And why are aircraft, um, um, airlines, why are airlines not informing people or travel agents not informing people in far reaches of the world? You can't go to Canada or, for that matter, to 300 miles away in New York, wherever it happens to be. Yeah, the communications have been very poor here, and, and now we're all kind of paying for it. So that that way back when, when it started, basically was at the whim of the airline in the States or the airline in Europe. The person who's accepting your ticket is now reviewing your PCR negative test and saying, you're good to go, you're not good to go. It became a lot of onus being put on people that really aren't in a position to, to do these sort of things. So the whole thing was left a little open, and with being left a little open, problems happened. What about the fact that some people are paying fines of $3,000? and not going into the hotel quarantine at all. That shouldn't be allowed either. So there's just so many things going on and so many loopholes, including the Buffalo shuffle, as I call it, which is flying to Buffalo and coming across the land border. There's a perfect way to avoid the three-day hotel quarantine. So you can land in Buffalo, and then you can find a, a road ride that gets you into the country, and which, as we know, doesn't require the hotel quarantine. People are doing that. Find is an understatement. There are companies set up that are so slick right now that the minute you land in Buffalo or thereabouts, they've got the prices to Canada, $250, $300 with gratuity, door-to-door service. And you can line up there like airport limos outside, except they know what their job is. Take you to the border, hand the arrive can document to the customs official, get the okay, and there you go. You're done, and they take you to your front door for $250. Okay, so uh, you, you know what? I'm not even sure that I'm necessarily negative to that. If somebody comes in and has legitimately gone and been tested and is prepared to submit to other tests and then prepared to go home, because I don't, I never thought very much of the hotel plan. Uh, so th- the bottom line here is let me let me broaden the question to you and say we now know that we've got this porous border that allows what you just described from Buffalo that. There are people who have gotten through with bogus documents, but we also know that there are other tests that are administered on the spot at the border. So I'm wondering where people are coming from with COVID-19. I don't understand that. What's wrong with the bans or or restrictions that have been imposed? What should we be doing, if there's anything left to be doing, Marty, uh, to fix the quarantine problem with Canada? Yeah, I, I guess part of the problem is, and this is more from an ep- pediatologist standpoint can you be carrying the virus and still test negative when you land and then they let you go and then you can contract it or you've got it already but it can come out at that point and then you spread it and then this is the problem that we're in right now so the question is is that 72 hours in advance test enough when you land then when you land you get another one taken which i like you don't leave the hotel until you get the results of that And then you're allowed to leave, and 10 days later, you get a follow-up test that you have to do. So I think they've got it all in place. I don't agree with the hotel at all. The hotel is a gathering ground and and a super spreader, in my opinion. And people would be better off to go right to their homes and quarantine for 14 days there and not run into issues with 100 people in a lobby complaining about their room or their food or something like that. So where it comes to what we started out talking about, the India flight ban, it's, it's a great big... The sound of, I was going to say the sound of one hand clapping, but that would be silence. That was just me. Like, it's it's bogus applause because it doesn't mean anything. And uh, as far as the the quarantine restrictions that have been placed uh, on us 
as things stand, whether you're somebody who's coming into Canada over the land border and you're using one of these limo services or, or whatever you called it, taxi service. Um, okay, so if if you're doing those things and you're following uh, protocol, then you're not the person who's going to import this thing. The, the person you're really worried about is getting off an airplane at Pearson Airport and bringing you something that you don't really want from somewhere that you don't necessarily have the ability to uh, to trace. Exactly. exactly. That's terrible. Yeah, and, and that's the problem we're in now. So at the end of the day, what's the answer? The answer is even the way they read today, 75% of us get our first vaccine. Many of these measures will be able to be at least minimized because they believe if we all have at least the first vaccine, the transmission can be somewhat limited. So at the end of the day, we all have to get the vaccines and we have to get them quickly. Otherwise, that hotel quarantine, the border closures and every other type of travel internationally or even interprovincially is going to be put on hold the way I see it. So this is kind of this this interview is kind of ending the way my last interview did and you were sitting on the line waiting and that was the one with the neighborhood pharmacy association lady Sandra Hanna who said essentially we got to get vaccines in people's arms and we've got to get paid sick days uh on the on the books so that people are not going to work sick and that's how we're going to end this thing and all of this nonsense about quarantine it's as simple as this However you get into Canada, you've got to be properly screened before we let you go free, and you can't go free before 14 days has elapsed where you've essentially provided proof that you are free. And that's the bottom line, whether you're a travel agent, travel expert, radio guy, pharmacy person, that's how it gets fixed. You have summed it up absolutely perfect. It's my job. <laughs> Marty, I wish you well. And I, and I uh, having had some people in my own family in the travel business who wound up out of work, fortunately, are in new work now. Uh, I wish you well. And I hope that you have tons and tons of people, myself included, standing in line to go somewhere sometime soon because this is getting uh, pretty darn nerve-wracking. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to the bigger and better times ahead. They're coming. They're coming. Thank you, Marty Firestone. Bye-bye. All right. Marty is president of Travel Secure. He is a travel expert. We have him on often to talk about uh, things like this. want to tell you uh, a couple of things about uh, what we can expect over the course of the next hour because I, for once, have the minute to do it. Um, at, the, uh, at the beginning of the hour, Dan Kelly will join us. Dan, you know Dan. He's also on the station an awful lot. He's the uh, president of the and CEO of the Canadian Federation of Independent Business. They've got an awful lot to say. Uh, these days, and, and they're uh, incredibly frustrated. It kind of goes back to uh, what I was saying at the opening of the program. We talk about uh, how you prevent spread and so forth, and the government has done uh, lockdowns. This is the, the one we're in now is, is the third time. And it reminds me of that phrase, you know, the, the one that people quote all the time is uh, being on the back of uh, shampoo bottles. Um, rinse, lather, repeat. You know, it, it doesn't work. It's kind of the, the, it's also the Einstein definition of insanity. Like, I don't know why we're doing this again. So we'll be taking a look at it uh, because there are, there are ways that have been isolated that, uh, that suggest, you know, for example, going outside an awful lot is the best thing you could possibly do. And what they wanted to do last Friday was keep us from going outside. That at least to a, a, some extent has been changed. But um, there's, there's more going on. 